Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, everybody. I am working on being more and more disciplined. It seems like the theme of my life lately, so I thought we'd talk about it. It's been a slow, steady progress uh, making changes in my life that I have worked to um, set up so that I can alter the course of my future in the direction that I want instead of the way that um, my life just wants to go. I don't know why it is that we, when we let ourselves go free into uh, our natural instincts and desires on a daily basis, um, we don't do as well. Like we spend more money than we should. We eat more than we should. We don't eat as good as we should. We just start acting a little crazy and our waistband gets, you know, expanded and our budgets just kind of go out the window and we, it's like, where did my money go? And all these little things just kind of become uh, something that isn't our intention. And so what I've been really working on is just really living deeply the life that I want. And in order to do that, it takes so much self-discipline and it also takes self-reflection and evaluation. And so you got to know what you want in order to figure out where you're going. And so something my brother-in-law Steve said to me, uh, he said, you know, the best looking people and the coolest people to be around a lot of times are people that have truly disciplined themselves. People that aren't just doing whatever they want, but they've decided to live uh, with a different standard to fulfill their ultimate goals. And I really believe that, you know, those, I kind of butchered his words, but that was the essence of it. And I've just really been endeavoring to pursue a life of intention. And that's something I know I talk about a lot, but I have life messages and that's one of them. And I just want to hear and see everybody be exactly what they desire instead of just becoming something. It's so easy to evolve and to just, I don't know, gain 10 pounds a decade and you know, forget, forget that we can decide where our money goes instead of just accommodating life and, and forgetting that we're in charge of our lives. It's just, instead of letting life happen to us, it's like, no, I'm going to intentionally design where I'm headed. And so I have seasons of reflection where I really pull back and I decide where do I want to go? What do I want to do? And I utilize the beginning of the week, the beginning of a new month, I use all that, you know, I try to constantly find a new season to uh, improve and have a fresh start because I mean, guys, the life is going by so fast and I just want my days to count. I want to make the most of this one precious life that we get this. If we even live to be 125, would it be long enough? And for me, I really love my life. So some of you are like, yes, please. I don't want to live that long, (laughs) but I really do. I, I want to enjoy every day and savor it too. Like be fully aware, fully present and enjoying the day. And I heard somebody say something about chewing an apple. It's like from a book or something. I should look it up, but I remember kind of making fun of it at first, like, okay, what up, what up, weirdo? And they were just saying how they took a bite of an apple. And if you like close your eyes and truly experience it, every chew, the crispiness, the uh, how sweet it is, how tart it is, depending what you're eating, and that you really just savor and enjoy that experience. And literally, I laughed out loud. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what a flake. Then I did it. And I'm like, that's so true. 
who knew that this experience could be uh, so noted, so recognized. And so I decided I would live more and more like that. And I, I try to do that. I try to stop and go, this moment is so fun. This moment is so um, special. It's so significant. So I've been on this series of being devoted to discipline and it started a long time ago. I, I've been slowly implementing things. I talked to you about how I stopped drinking soda and I replaced it with iced tea and more water. I I love super cold ice water. So I will fill up my cups of ice water and I let them sit and get really cold and then I chug them. And I love it. And I know that some of you, it's hard to chug ice cold water. I don't know why I love it. I love it. I still freeze out. I, you know, it, but I still love it. Uh, so it's like setting yourself up to succeed, doing things that um, make you like your daily goals. And I'll turn on music when I load and unload the dishwasher and I dance it out and I time myself sometimes. And I'm like, that took a minute and a half to unload the dishwasher. Like, why do I blow it out of proportion in my mind? So I try to equip myself and set up my daily life with things that make those tasks just more pleasurable, more enjoyable. And I try to face off with things instead of letting them hang over my head forever. I definitely have my days that I do that. But what I've noticed is if I go straight at that thing and get a check mark, my day is so much better than if I just wait and have that thing hanging over my head forever. Um, this week, I spoke this weekend and the week before I've been writing a script and the beginning of this week, I really needed a couple days off, but I decided the days would be sweeter off if I faced off and finished my goal and completed the script, which my goal was to do that within the end of last month. So the very last day I finished it and it was so nice to take the day off yesterday and I truly enjoyed it and I felt satisfied. I felt proud of myself and I felt really pleased that I had faced off with it instead of taking the day off. For me, some people can take the day off and then go straight back to their project, which I can do that, but I just do better when things aren't hanging over my head. It just is hard. And I learned that I just face off with things. I just choose. I'm getting up. I'm doing this. You're not the boss of me. You're not hanging over my head. And I kind of just make myself and I don't think about it. That's how I keep doing um, P90X. My friend got me P90X3. And so I'm on day like 35 of it or something. And the way that I've been doing it is just doing it every day. Like that's it. There's no like magical formula except I'm just facing off with it every single day and I don't act like it's an option. I try to get it done in the morning so that before anything can interrupt it because for me, if I wait too long, it doesn't happen. I have other friends that work out in the evening and love it, but it just doesn't work for me. So I just face off with it. Now, I've done what I can do to accommodate that goal where I've made it in an easy, put it in an easy location in my house. I've gotten the equipment that... Um, you know, I've gotten the pads on the floor that will help me to absorb the shock. I've gotten different equipment that just facilitates me achieving that goal every day better. And then, I mean, I can use excuses and justify anything, but for me, I'm trying to get straight to those excuses and consider them my enemy instead of my friend. I think so often we just love our excuses so much and we hold them so tight and dear and really they are ruining our lives. They are not really a good friend. And so... I've been trying to face off with them one at a time, like Duck Hunt, for those of you that remember Nintendo's Nintendo, original Nintendo. 
I'm just trying to like literally get at them one at a time and take care of it. And you know what? It's just so much better over here. It's happening not only in my, with my, uh, you know, my soda with my, so that's been years in the making. It's been 15 years. I hardly ever have a soda now. I could care less, but there was a season that was really important to me. And then I've been slowly making changes. I count, I count calories, but I really mainly watch what I eat. I've been, I was on the candida cleanse. I told you guys about that where I was no dairy, no grain, no, um, sugar for like over two months, which is awesome. And so I'm going to maintain that, but I'll add in a couple things and be probably more 80, 20, 80% completely free of that stuff. 20% bites here and there of normal life just to maintain sanity, you know, and to be able to do it for a lifetime instead of being a psycho. (laughs) I don't want to fizzle out with it. So that's good. I wouldn't even say it's 20. It's probably 90, 10 at this point. It's just a little bit of other stuff, but mainly I'm just eating as clean as possible, but I'm not as crazy about citric acid and vinegar and mushrooms and things like that, that are really super strict in the candida diet that I think that that's okay for my life. I'm, I'm okay with this. So I'm just kind of counting the cost, considering my goal and choosing to keep shredding things off of my life so that I can achieve my ultimate goals, fulfill my ultimate purpose. So I've had long seasons where I haven't known what that is, where I've gone for a long time in the dark, feeling like I'm wondering what I was created for, when someone was going to tell me, when I was going to get some big epiphany. And I've read a bunch of books, T.D. Jake's Instinct. That was, I thought, awesome. The gist of that for me was to study yourself, to learn yourself, to look at your life. What books do you read? What things are you obsessed with? What things get you going? That helped me. Um, I also, I read The Slight Edge. I've read, um, which I talk about that a lot, and basically living a life where you give yourself an advantage um, every day, setting yourself up to tilt up your opportunity and potential to Uh, be better and better every day. And instead of fighting against yourself, you know, in your marriage, not talking or communicating and slowly over time, you see how distant and far apart you are from your partner. And when you went, you know, you go back to your first love and how it all started. And it's like, how do we get here day by day, conversation by conversation, door slam by door slam. And so I'm trying to live that way every day. And I go through seasons that I'm better at it than others, but fully aware of the people around me, fully aware of my finances. My finances have been the latest thing I've been facing off with. I've been uh, working on my budget, calling all the companies, finding out where I'm at with this and that. And it's really exciting because I have a plan and now it's almost like a game. I'm like, how much money can I save? And it's really fun. And I'm not a big spender. I'm not a big, um, I, I, that's not, things aren't very important to me, honestly. Like that's not an issue in my life. I have other issues, but that's not one of them. <laughs> but stuff doesn't matter. But I still have to be intentional with where I want my money to go. And so instead of just, you know, $30 here, $50 here, $300 there, it's like, wait a minute. What am I spending this on? I want to, I want, no matter how much money you make, you still want your money to go to where you want it to go instead of just evaporating. And it's interesting because I have friends who have these lavish lifestyles and it's almost like they have less money because all their money is going to these really expensive car payments and really expensive 
pools and the backyard and services and all this stuff and the margin that they had to spend has decreased. And so the quality of their lives has, it's just fascinating because things appear one way and a lot of times they're another way. So another book that I'd like to recommend is The Millionaire Next Door. My friends, Robin Ashley told me about that book and I, I quickly listened to it. I'm an auditory learner for the most part. And so I listened to that book and the follow-up book. There were two of them in a row. And basically the gist of that one, I like to give you the Chelsea Cliff notes, <laughs> but basically the gist of that one for me was you never know who really is packing the money. It's usually the person that doesn't look like it because a lot of people that are trying to appear wealthy or love stuff spend all their money on getting more items, things, pleasurable stuff. And so you could see somebody's huge boat in their driveway, but they don't have it paid off. And you see the guy next door who's been wearing the same outfit since 1987, and he has so much money, it's crazy because he's been saving. It's just interesting. And so you just, you, I just want to be more like that. I want to be more trim in my approach to life. So just with everything, with eating, the amount that I eat, I don't mind having a nice meal. I don't mind eating things that I really like, but I don't need to sit down and have a whole plate of Oreos. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm the type that will have a bite and that's it. And the the reason I train myself to do that is somebody taught me a long time ago that your taste buds can only have a fresh taste in your in your mouth for like a couple bites and then it just all starts tasting. You no longer have the pleasure of that taste. It's not like a new sensation anymore. So I'm like I'm going to fill my belly with uh, fruits and vegetables, seeds, nuts, you know, lean meat. I'm going to fill my belly with healthy things to eat. And then I will take bites of things that are enjoyable. So I've kind of just worked to get myself to live that way. And I've done it for a long time. It helps. It, it helps. So I don't know. It's, it's really fun over here li- living a disciplined life. It's definitely keeping yourself in order, making your bed, washing your sheets, uh, treating your house like you love yourself, you know, like. My friend, Coach Joe, who I talk about a lot, taught me love, love yourself enough to take care of your house, to take care of your body. Just like if somebody was coming over to my house, I'd quit clean for them. I clean for myself and I'll have projects where that's the last thing on my list. Like it's hard for me to keep that up, but it really messes with my psyche. And so I have learned that I just do better if I do the dishes every night and every morning, if I wipe the counters down and most of the time I stay on top of it. Sometimes I don't. And when I don't, I feel it. So it just affects every other area. When we are disciplined, it really sets us up to be more kind because we're not as stressed out and pressured because we've got our stuff together. And it sets us up to just be living a better life. And sometimes you feel like you're drowning and the last thing you can do is giving, be giving yourself the slight edge with something. You're like, okay, I'm in survival mode. And I get that. I've definitely had seasons of survival, but that's what it is. It's a season and you have to come out of it and you have to, to decide and declare and make a decision. I am not going down like that. I am not going to live my life this way anymore. And so if it's baby steps, if it's just taking a step, you know, just looking better, fixing up a little bit more. I just did. I just fixed myself up a little bit just to do this podcast because I knew I'd do better if I felt better. So I thought, you know, I've been in the writing cave. I've kind of been in isolated world, um, advancing content. I 
I think that I'll just feel better and do better on the podcast if I just look a little bit better. So you just take one little step. It's like, let's clean off the porch. Let's whatever that one thing is that and the more progress you make, the better you feel about yourself. The more that you can actually see change and growth, the more you actually believe this is working. And so that's a that's why I feel like you got to fight to be what you want to be instead of allow life to just make you into something. And I'm telling you, my biggest battles have been my greatest gifts because they've yielded the most incredible fruit in my life. The people that have hurt me the most really have helped me the most. Uh, I would love to never have gone through the things that I've experienced, but man, I'm so glad that I have because I feel like I'm better every round. I'm better every round of something I go through. I have more to offer other people. I'm more compassionate. My heart is closer under the skin every round that um, of something that I face. And while you're in it, it definitely doesn't feel like that. Like one day this will really help a lot of people. When you're in it, you're like, what do I have to do to get this to stop? But then you get out of it and you look back and you're like, I'm stronger because of that. I'm tougher because of that. Or I'm wiser because I went through that. And so I just want to encourage you to fight for yourself, fight for your discipline, fight for your health. That's like a no brainer. You don't need a big revelation to know that you got to fight to be healthy. Stretch. I I've been stretching. It's like amazing just for the the last month and 5 days or whatever to be able to see the difference in my body physically with flexibility and seeing changes, but I'm not looking for them. I just could start they're starting to show up. They're starting to pop up in my legs in different places. I'm like, "Hey, that's new. That's exciting." But the only way I've been consistent with it is by not looking for progress every day because that is disheartening. We have to enjoy the journey. I know that it's so cheesy and cliché, but it really is true. We got to enjoy the simple things and enjoy our time together and savor our moments and it really does pay off in the long run to live a life of discipline with your eating, with your exercise, with your relationships, choosing to resolve conflict quickly, to be at peace with people as much as it's up to you and to do whatever it takes, even with your finances and live a life of discipline. It's definitely a happier place in the long run. It just takes more effort. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. I have more to talk about soon and I'm so excited to be in this together. 